Welcome to KGXT, Gen X Talks podcast live from Central California. Making plans with the boys. I'm gonna hit the town. Yeah, I'm gonna make some noise. I'll push past the Stop. I'm already recording. Uh, Stop. No. There's not enough coffee in this world right now. Uh, Do you think I want to be up at 6 o'clock in the morning? Do you know why we're up at 6 o'clock in the morning? Me? Yep. You. You did this. You threw everything into Helter Skelter (laughs) yesterday. Let's make this the Whisper podcast. No. We We have guests here. I know we have guests. You can't do that. Who's our guests? Uh, Our oldest son, his wife, and your grandson. My grandson. I don't. I'm not old enough to have grandchildren. What? I don't have a granddaughter. I don't have a grandson. Oh my gosh. I'm young. Would you start the podcast? It started. It's been going for like five minutes. Do the lead in. We Go. can't. Don't whisper. I'm not. It's you're whisper. You you kind of are. Would you start the podcast? It's a little sexy. I got. It. Oh my you're god. You're distracting. I'm me. taking coffee. Go. <laughs> Welcome to the Gen X Talks podcast, live from KGXT Studios. Hey, you know Loud Trouble LLC, our sponsor? Uh, you stopped in the middle of the lead? I didn't want to lose my, my train of thought. I thought of something. Okay, go ahead. He's a, a Loud Trouble LLC took his whole company in a new direction. They're doing concert venues now. You know, That's cool. Like, uh, oh, I almost said Nirvana. <laughs> <laughs> Kurt Cobain died a long time ago. <laughs> Sorry about that. That was an, that was an accident. Not Nirvana, like Nickelback, those Nickelback, the what? Ret- retro bands that and is, stuff. Nickelback is not retro. No way. Isn't Nickelback, wouldn't you call it retro? I didn't well, call at least it you didn't say vintage. Or, or antique. <laughs> oh my God. Don't even go there. It's, uh, it's, they, you know. Okay. I don't know, concerts. There's, there's concerts. That's very cool. It's very cool, yeah. So now I'm, I'm, it's pretty cool to be, con- be sponsored by them. Oh, yeah. Oh, so you're saying it wasn't cool before. <laughs> When no, don't was, say that. When he was hauling dairy cows around or something. Don't say that. You said that. I, I didn't say that. You said, oh, now it's pretty cool to be sponsored by them. <laughs> Would you stop it? Do you realize he's tearing up the check right now as he's reading this? He's, <laughs> fuck those oh, guys. Oh, loud one loves me no matter what. Would you start the podcast again? No. I'm not starting it over. Oh, you mean the intro. Welcome to the KGXT Studios podcast, Gen X Talks, live from Central California. Sponsored by Loud Trouble LLC, coast-to-coast heavy-duty movers. Please don't ask them to move your yard sale. (laughs) That's all I could think of. Sorry. Oh, man. I think I'm going to need two cups of coffee this morning. Two cups. One for each of you. Oh, man. Um, so VidCon, we have not talked about VidCon. Not on the podcast, no. And, but I uh, don't know if they'd want to hear about pod, uh, <laughs> but uh, coffee again. Drink, drink your coffee. If you can hear her slurping the coffee, she's trying to get as much. Oh. Big cup of coffee, you too, know by what? the way. Don't touch my coffee. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not messing with you. I'm just, I'm a keen observer of human nature, and that's a big fucking cup that's of coffee. That's why I got to drink it in the morning to put up with you. Wow. 
I can't believe you went there in front of all of our friends. That's bullshit. Listen, uh, yeah, the VidCon stuff, they probably don't want to hear it, but they do need to hear how you completely screwed us. Yeah, I did a bad thing. I oh. tried to save us money. I was trying to be frugal. I know. I like that name, that you word. like the word frugal? Frugal. I was trying. Wasn't frugals, um, weren't those puppets? What? Wasn't there a thing like Sesame Street oh, puppets? God, I have, I gotta have another trick. No, I'm not kidding. When our kids were little, weren't they called the frugals? Wasn't that a frugals thing? Frugal mania, frugal something. There's frugal no, puppets, right? No? I have no idea what you're right, talking about. Well, someone about. out there knows what I'm talking about. I am not completely, strangely dumb in this situation. Mm, anyway. That's so debatable. We, we, we go down to Anaheim for, we're going to be down there for a couple, three days. And um, we get to the hotel, which is a motel, which is a flea bag motel. Like back in the day when our parents took us on road trips. Right, yeah. Like, like on the side of the road with no big hotels around, the right. motel in the middle of the yeah. whatever. You drive right up to the door. <laughs> That's right. And uh, and and I can see that in the middle of nowhere on a road, road trip. You're Hold on, on. side note. I did show you a picture, a Google picture of this place because we waited so long to get hotel reservations. Do you remember that? If there's one thing I've learned from online dating, the picture never looks like what you get in real life, okay? Yes, you did show me a picture. It looked all right. But, you know, unlike in the middle of Route 66 when you pull up and that's the only motel for 100 miles. Yeah. We're in Anaheim. I know. It's surrounded picked, by big hotels. You could have picked anything and you picked this. Even the guy when we walked up went, huh, I can't believe you picked us. And yeah. I looked at him and said, I can't believe we picked you either. Well, we were only going to be there for whatever. We, we were anyway. going to be there one night. To, that's what we thought. But the room, it smelled like cigarettes and pine salt. And you could hear the people above you, next to you. Outside. And, the beds uh, were, ho- oh my God, and it was the, the, the worst. The floor was that was linoleum squares, like from the 70s. You've put me up on this pedestal that for hotels. Like wood. <laughs> it's wood linoleum. Yeah. That's the worst fake wood is fake in squares. Oh, yes. Listen, <laughs> if I've put, you use that our whole marriage. Yeah. You put me on this pedestal. Now you have to keep me here. You put me on this pedestal. I'm sorry, but I have standards now. You know what? Oh, well. Guess what? If you keep wanting to talk about that pedestal, you can just sleep up there because I'm tired. Of I bet shit. you it's pretty nice up there. <laughs> so we were in that hotel, a motel, ten minutes, and I went back in the office. And oh, told, he was so mad! I was so mad! I told the boys, uh, uh, Gen Z kid had brought a friend. <laughs> I told them, I go, just be quiet, just yeah. be quiet, <laughs> don't talk. Yeah. Well, I went in there and tried to get the money back. I'm like, no, sorry, you know, it's conventions in town. And I said, that's right, you're going to rent this room, re-rent this room in like five seconds. Give me my money. And he's like, well, the guy left. The yeah, manager clocked out in the middle of the conversation. He goes, I'm not dealing with you. I'm clocking out and going home. Nice manager. And the, and there was a kid there, big, tall, six foot five, goofy kid. And he was so nice. And he just looks at me. He goes, he looks back at the manager, looks at me, looks at the manager. He goes, you're leaving? <laughs> he goes, I'm not dealing with this guy. Poor so kid. The, the female manager came out and she was nice. And we worked it out. And I got... Um, I'm going to get all the money back because I'm going to contest the credit card thing. Um, but I got half of it back that day. The other half I'm going to get back because I can prove I went someplace else. Right, right. I stayed at a different hotel. So. I'm glad we glad I got you to change your mind and stay where we did. Yes. Because um, you wanted to go to this other hotel. And I'm like, no, it's too far. I was just like, no, we were well, getting again, farther and farther. I know. But to be fair, I was thinking pedestal, putting you on that pedestal because it was a much nicer place. I know. But where we ended is where we should have started. Yep. <laughs> now, I will tell you, I did. 
we did we did stay we ended up staying at the Hilton in Anaheim near the convention center which is an older hotel it is I mean it's not like no it's not it's the not the best best hotel it's not the best best western <laughs> Um, but, but it I, was, but the convenience of it was, next to we were on VidCon the, yeah. and everything, we could have walked back and forth to the hotel, back and forth, back and forth all day. Yeah. And that is like awesome because there was so, a lot of walking. Oh yeah. It was a, ton. a lot of people. I do, however, miss something from the Fleabag Motel. Your parking cone? And my parking cone. And the guy says, well, you're, when I was checking in, he goes, you're the lucky customer of the day. I said, okay. He goes, you get a cone. <laughs> I thought he meant like an ice cream cone or something. I go, what do you mean a cone? He goes, you get a parking cone. The big orange brown, said, orange cone. I've said brown, but brown. the orange cone. Said, what, do I, what do I need a parking cone for? He goes, well. A construction cone. <laughs> yeah. He goes, well, when you leave here, this parking lot will get filled up. People from all over just pull in here and park and fill up our parking lot. But if you got a cone, you can save your space. Just pull out, put your cone down there. And I went, wow. Okay. And there's a, That's a, a pretty expensive parking cone. The thing had duct tape on it. Come on. <laughs> because um, that's a Target. Like, if you would have saw that in the parking lot, you would have, like, looked run at it, it and went, yes. I know. How many people have run that thing over? I would have pulled in there at midnight going, ooh, 10 points. <laughs> <laughs> and probably left it under your car. I wouldn't have cared. Fuck that thing. Yeah, that figures. So, uh, yeah, the uh, we got a cone. And then the new hotel, we didn't we didn't get a cone. <laughs> No, we didn't. But it, no cone. But we had good, very nice service. We did, and um, it was very nice. So they, uh, we did lesson the, learned, people. It was horrible, and I know driving from the flea bag motel to the Hilton um, was the quietest you got, ride I've ever. Yeah, taken. you and the boys didn't say it was smart. You didn't say a word because I was mad. Yes, you were. I was so first. I was mad because you put us there. The second thing I was mad because the assholes wouldn't give my money back. And the third thing was, is when I left, I didn't even get a parting gift. They wouldn't let me take my cone. <laughs> I wanted to show up at the Hilton and go, look, I brought my I own brought, cone. <laughs> I have a parking cone. That's right. So park my truck and put this behind it. <laughs> so anyway, we did get there. We had a good time. I know they don't, the listeners don't want to hear about the- No, but you went to some lectures, you and the kid, yeah, and learned a lot. And I just kind of tagged along. And I just, I kind of, you know, we went in with such a negative attitude thinking we were going to be around kids all day and screaming little, you know, teenagers and stuff. But it ended up to be an interesting experience. It was fun. I mean, I even enjoyed the main floor with everything going on. Like, we didn't go to everything, but the vibe of, vibe, I'm using a Gen Z kid, vibe, the vibe of the room was fun. It was just a fun yeah, I agree. Place to be. It, the lectures that I went to, they were pretty informative because um, kids weren't putting them on. They weren't, you know, millennials. Yes. These, these were adults. These were grown up men and women our age. And then I, you know, when the lecture's over, I run up and I cornered a few of them and said, hey, I got some more questions. And yeah. They were pretty nice to answer. I really got some good information about uh, from uh, social media platforms about algorithms about their rules and guidelines because I told them, I said, you know, you guys aren't real consistent about that shit. In fact, you fuck up more than you do good. You talk to somebody with a lot of experience. Well, the one, that was the thing. yeah, the one guy from YouTube, um, his name's Todd something with a B and he is the guy who runs algorithms for the viewers. Yeah, very smart. And I talked to him next to you out in the hallway. That guy was pleasant. He was kind. He answered, he stayed until he answered every question yes. I had. That dude was spot on, and I learned a lot, um, a lot was, about him. I was very appreciative to everybody that you talked to that 
just because the lecture was over, they didn't like disappear. Yeah. You know, they, they spent the time with everybody, not just you, because I was sitting in the hallway watching, they took their time with everybody that had yep, questions. It was good. so nice to see. They didn't rush off like to the next thing. Right. Except for the Facebook one. I walked out the Facebook lecture. Yeah, I know. That I was one in was there dumb. 15 minutes and that, that asshole was just up there talking about his personal success on Facebook. Yeah. He's like, well, these are my numbers and this was what I do. I'm like, our numbers are that good. Who well, gives you should a shit tell the say? podcast crew about Gen Z kid, what he did. To, uh, I, I was just sitting there. My mouth dropped when he, <laughs> well, first of all, he comes back from his first lecture Yes, and he runs up. He goes, okay, all the editing software, we're getting rid of it. I go, what? He goes, I was just in this seminar and we're getting rid of all of our editing software and we're buying this thing. And I went, all right, slow down there, I know, big he was boy. so excited. <laughs> yeah, because he, he went to a sales pitch is what he yeah, went but to. But I was really proud of him about him being involved in taking pictures of some of the stuff that was up on the screen. And he, he was very involved. I, was, I wasn't I was sure how that was going to go. Yeah, he took notes. Yes. You know, he really was attentive. Now, I don't know that that, that software is worth buying, but he really was paying attention. Mm -hmm. He wasn't just there playing brick breaker on his phone and waiting for the time to run out. He really was listening. Yes, he did. And so, he even admits till this day he wished he went to more. More days, yeah. So, actually, so. so do I, because I think I missed some lectures from some things that I really could have got some good information. I Because I yeah. ask questions. I don't know how. I have no idea how social media works. I have no idea how you know, Our whole generation works. does it. No, so I had to ask. Look, I'm kind of a dumb mechanic in the middle of the desert. How does this work? And I they think were, we're the Gen X anti-social media yeah. generation. <laughs> that should have been my first question. Hi, is there a platform like yours, but not, you know, <laughs> kind of the opposite of what you guys Gen do? Gen X is not. We <laughs> we kind of like like it, but we don't like it. Yeah, kind of like we, we like to be just ourselves and yeah, so don't want to open up. Anything. I would go again but and what ask the questions. Oh, the, the about so, Gen Z kid. Yeah, so what all he of did a sudden, to us, we both were in. We all, all of us, we were all in went this to one. one panel, and it was about um, new platforms, monetization. And, I think and it and was not really competing with the big platforms, but giving them another place to go, kind of like Rumble, but but much much oh, more yeah. streamlined. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, but she was talking about monetizing I think yeah or something and she's talking about what well, she had some things about how long you've been on the platform right. versus how you make anyway all of a sudden we're, we're 30 minutes into this panel <laughs> the room's filled with a thousand people and now our son is on stage in a panel yes she I'm actually like, the way they handle the that what is going on <laughs> what kind of weird backwards universe are we in we, our mouths dropped because <laughs> he just started walking up there like he's like yeah I got I, this I qualify for all that see you later I hope I just looked at him like, what and are the, you doing? And the audience kept asking questions and yes. the host kept asking questions. Um, and then it, it, it went from, um, it went from uh, this questions for everybody on the panel. And then by the, by halfway through the questions, they were like, I'm going to give this one to the kid in the middle there with Gen X talks. This one's for him <laughs> because they didn't want to hear all the other bullshit. Well, I think when they, when she announced what his page was or what his channel was, I think yeah. everybody in the room scanned it. Right everybody, there yeah, their everybody did. It's like, <laughs> He gets up on stage and they do the introduction. He goes, and hi, I'm Gen Z kid from Gen X Talks. My channel's Gen X Talks on all platforms. I think a thousand people's head went down into their laps and their <laughs> yeah. phones lit up because they were just looking up yeah. what he was, you know, who is this guy? But he handled himself so maturely for a 17-year-old. I couldn't believe it. I thought, well, he's going to crash and burn up there. And fucking kids. There goes the channel. Yeah, kids <laughs> we got both, our, as being parents, <laughs> you guys all know, we sat there going, well, 
That's the end of Gen X Talks. Yep. Here we go. I thought, you know, he's going to up there handle stuff like a teenager. Yo, you know, my channel's so cool, and here's what I fucking do. He did not. He was absolutely smooth. He was articulate. He thought about his answers. He didn't talk too long. Yeah, I hat, couldn't believe hats it. Hats off to FFA and their speech thing, oh, I think. His, yeah, all of his interactions through FFA, Future Farmers of America, over the past four years, prepared him for that moment. Absolutely. I think so. Yeah. He was he didn't fumble. There was no. no ums and there was no Not even a little bit. He had he formulated his answer beautifully. He did he did really well. And then so then like in every other lecture, the lecture's over, people wanted to stop and talk to him. Yes. They he did. had a crowd of people that are like hanging out with him and and saying, you know, hey, you know, I got more questions and what'd you do for this? What'd you do for that? And one another lecture that that we went to where he didn't he wasn't on the panel, but we asked some questions loud, out loud in front of the audience. People came up to him afterwards and said, Hey, uh, I own this business. Here's my oh, business yeah. card. That I'd happened. like to do some stuff with you. I was like, wow, man, they're really they're honing in on him. So I don't know. There was there was as much as I thought VidCon is for stupid teenagers um, from the age of like 15 to 25. And it was. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's who was there. I learned some stuff. You I know, did. there is a VidCon like on the East Coast we can go to. No, I'm not. And there's that. one I think they're doing in Europe, I think, or something. Yeah, there's more. Yeah, one's enough for me, thanks. <laughs> we can wait a whole nother year. We can year. wait a year. If we okay. go if we go next year, then I would like to go to the more days because I think I missed some information that would yeah. be cool to know. All right. No more about VidCon. No more about VidCon. People don't want to hear don't this. Don't even care. Yeah. Oh, good morning or good afternoon or good, good evening. evening. <laughs> good night. <laughs> uh yeah. So you've you this right now it's seven AM. On, oh. uh, or it's coming up, coming up towards 7 a.m. on Friday morning, and the podcast is now six hours late I'm because sorry. of you. I'm sorry. I want to let you know this is the apology tour she's going to be on. Uh, or something else I it's always here. my fault. Well, I you, apologize. You, you really did screw the pooch on this one. Let's be fair about that. That's not like somebody else did it. You but we're did. doing it. I know we're trying to do it. You know, it's just. Okay. This has to be the Whisper Podcast. No, because that sounds sexy, and then you're going to get me in a whole other direction. guests in the house. You I, know, if you would just finish the studio, we wouldn't have this problem. I'm trying to finish. When, when do I have time to finish the studio? When do I have time? I don't know, you, Mike. You have my fat ass working in front of this computer five hours I a day. do. Wait a minute. I don't own Gen X Talks. Gen X Talks is not mine. Oh, I know it's not yours, but you fucking run the whole goddamn house, and you know it. That's like saying, you know, the, 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 is there any area of our marriage that you're not somewhat in charge of? Any area? Even my Your garage. Bodily functions. Even, <laughs> did you just say my <laughs> bodily functions? <laughs> yeah, if you could control those, you would. And, and one of them you do, and I won't get into that. It's an adult. It's a family-friendly show. You're definitely in control of that shit. Okay. But even my garage. I don't even have total control over my garage. You took over a third of it. That's man's territory. Okay, whatever. Just move on, would uh, you? I'm trying to, but you keep fucking things up. Uh, <sighs> yeah, you know, real quick, you know one thing I'm getting tired of people arguing with me about is that is that Titan submarine rescue. Oh, yeah. The, they're pulling up the wreckage now. I got oh, it. Oh, they are? Yeah, they're pulling I haven't up. heard any updates on that. It's, you know, it's out there. Everybody's overtalked the whole issue, but... The the Titan wreckage thing, there everyone talks to this about this guy like he's a hero. The the guy that built it? Yeah. Like, well, he was an explorer and he was a renegade and he was he was someone you admire because he was willing to risk it all and put his but life he in his risked 
other people's lives. That's what I keep saying. I'm not trying to be an asshole here. But then, I, but wait, but now it just popped in my mind. I guess other explorers back in the day, like I'm thinking way back, like Marco Polo or whatever, what? didn't they take a crew with them to explore okay, the world? That's different if you're signing on to be a crew. Yeah, they didn't pay $250,000 no, to jump you, on the. No, if, <laughs> they you were sign, working. if you sign on to be a crew and the guy says, we're going to, you know, the North Pole and it's going to be dangerous. But if you're a renegade like me, if you're an explorer like me, if you're a risk taker like me, let's go. And then you get a crew of crazy people that want to go try it. I admire every one of those people. Okay, I get it. But this guy... He, what you said was right. He, you, I, I lose some of that respect for this guy's authenticity of being a renegade explorer and cutting edge hero when he convinced other people to go and they died. Yeah, that was kind of sad. I just, I was like, dude, you but know. But then he did have a waiver that said multiple times that they I could just, die. <laughs> I don't know. I know. I know. They all went of their own free will. They all knew what they were getting into. But when you climb into a homemade water heater and say it's going to go to the bottom <laughs> of the Atlantic, is that... I, I would know. not have gone in it. I'm just saying. No, but I just don't... I'm not saying I don't like the guy. I don't saying I disrespect the guy, but I'm... I please quit. I just don't think he's a hero. So I guess we're not saving up $250,000 to go see the wreckage of the Titanic and Titan? Uh, as soon as I win $200 million in the lottery, I'm going, but I'm going to go on James Cameron's sub. Oh, okay. Uh, that one I'm okay with. All right. They're just going to have to make the opening a little bigger. I won't fit in the hatch. <laughs> Excuse me. Do you have this in a 6X? <laughs> oh, oh all right. Goodness. So anyway, just that's the, the people send me emails. Like, you shouldn't talk like that and stuff. And so well, I yeah. have something to talk to you about. Great. Am I in trouble? No, the kid did something that we didn't know was going to happen. He went, no on, shit. <laughs> really? he went on Instagram and he put in the stories like, a thing that said, hey, if you want to ask mom and dad uh, questions. Wait a second. Is that what this piece of post, paper is? Yes. Right. Post them here and mom and dad would answer. And we- then he was like, here it is. <laughs> so these are fan questions. Off Instagram. Off the Instagram Gen X Talks. All right, you go. can find us on Instagram. And uh, people sent in questions for us to answer. So They're all over the place, all too. Right, well, just get on with it, girl. Do you want... Do, well, should I do say I their have name? To read, do I have to read these two or just? Yeah, we'll take, we'll go back and forth. So. What? Do you want to say their names or not? Name? I mean, we didn't get approval to say uh, the names. Well, um, they put them out there. I guess they're going to know. Okay. I just go through, say their name just quick and go through it. Don't make okay. it Okay. Okay. So again, this is from Instagram stories. Um, you can find us on Instagram at Gen X talk. So uh, first are you, question. Are you going to fucking start? Are you doing a commercial for Instagram? Let's go. First question <laughs> is. Uh, you burning me. Hold on. I need some more coffee. Look, all I'm saying is you fucking said it Instagram 11 times. You're getting paid to say the word Instagram. Okay. Let's go. Mill Doug yep. wants to know. What was the biggest Christmas disappointment in the 80s? Like globally? <laughs> like on the whole planet? Well, at first or, I took it personally because I, I have one personally. Well, that, that, it's got to be us because there's no way I could answer for the whole world. Well, I have one while you uh, sit there and think. <laughs> what do I do? I look like I'm sitting here thinking. Is this my thinking posture? Yeah, because you're trying to like. Okay, just go. Go. What was your big disappointment? My biggest disappointment was I, in the early 80s, I was um, ice skating, going to the ice skating rink every Saturday. And I had to wear those white figure skates, you know, the white ones. I wanted hockey skates so bad. The black hockey skates. You're a girl. 
you sound like my father. <laughs> and I asked for them for Christmas, and I didn't get them. You didn't get hockey skates, and you were disappointed. Very. Wow. Talk about who... Talk about your white privilege, you snotty little brat. You should have just taken your princess skates and done your job. Oh, for Christ's sake. Mine wow, was, you sound just like my father. Well, then then, then he's in good company with me then. so All he asked for was for skates. <laughs> I, my biggest one was an electric car. I got a remote control car. Um, there was two problems with it. Is One, the control, there was no steering wheel. It was a button on a handle that was like a gas pedal. <laughs> All you, you pushed it down, yeah, and it was this big long lever. You let it go, and, and, it, and the lever comes like a gas pedal comes back up. That was your steering. What you had left and right. If you pushed slowly down on this gas pedal looking thing in your thumb, you just because it was a little little ramp button, the wheels would begin to turn right. That sounds so confusing. It was stupid. It was hard to control. You want to know what the worst part of this remote control car? What's that? It was on a wire. Oh, it no was way. all my friends got remote control cars in their infancy. They didn't work very well because they were in the 80s. They were just coming out with them. And, you know, they're probably $900 for a remote control car back then. And they all got ones that were wireless. And I got one that was on a wire. Do they still make the remote control cars? Like, I remember back in the day, they had like a real big, long antenna on the back. And yeah, then the other one, had, you know, the controller had it. That was without the cord. Yeah. They don't, do they still do that? Are you asking if they still make remote control cars? Yes. I know they make no, the ones me, with the antennas. Then say that. Say, do they still have really big antennas? I'm sorry. you just uh, Another cup of coffee. Here it comes. Well, the way you're wording your questions, your Instagram, Instagram, Instagram. Okay, yes. It's still too early in the morning. They have better transponders and receivers, transmitters and receivers. They're, they're much smaller now. There's no big wires. Okay. Thank you. Jesus Christ. Amanda Howes says, is your dad really that mean <laughs> all the time? Does he sound mean? No. He doesn't sound mean right now. Uh, he gets mean because the kid ambushes him when he's deep in thought, when he's in the garage, when he's working on a project. Yeah. We all get a little irritated, right? That's when he makes you mad. I wanna, I, I'd like to answer this question. Oh, okay. Is your ahead. dad really that mean all the time? No. I'm wonderful. Just ask me. I'll tell you. Brother, sister, mother. Your turn. Go. Uh, enter the Phoenix. That's a cool, cool name. name yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. A little political question. Will Biden cheat on the next election again? Every politician cheats on every election. Every one of them. From- I wouldn't like corner in Biden. I would say his whole team. <laughs> okay. Let me put it this way. Since you wrote, will Biden cheat? Does he have the capability to cheat? Have you seen that guy? He can't walk up a flight of stairs. You think he can plot a big mystery right now? No, I don't think so. But he, If he did, he wouldn't remember it. No, he wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> he could plead insanity. I don't remember anything, Your Honor. Um, every politician cheats all the time. Some on are, both sides. On of both the, sides. Some are better matter. than others. Yeah. You know, uh, there's some dude, Uncle Jesse's run, driving across the county line with a trunk full of ballots on both on yeah. both sides. So I think... I think both sides are bad. I think we should just get rid of... Nah, I mean, let's not Ray go Navarro, there. I have one child who is two years old. Any advice in raising a child in this generation? Oh, man. This is going to be a tough one because we have grandkids um, that are coming up. I wouldn't want to do it. I, I wouldn't want to do it either. We're watching our kids. want to do that right now. You've got a lot of battles ahead, um, meaning uh, society, yeah. uh, social media, 
peers. Oh man. Let me just say it this way. You're not raising that child alone anymore. Yeah. You have a lot of people that are directly going to try to help you and raise that child the way they say. Or tell you how to do it. Um, My advice is to stay the course and do what you think is right and not what everybody else is telling you to do. I will give you, I've raised, I've participated in raising 32 children. This last batch of eight, I think we did a pretty good job on. And I will tell you, Kids need structure, order, and discipline. They don't boundaries. like it. Yeah, yeah, they scream and yell, but they really, really love having boundaries, having and uh, having that structure that you stay consistent to as a parent. They yeah. need they need to know the framework of their life. All right, I won't get into that any deeper. I always think of the movie ratings, like you always release a little bit every few years. You know, you like mean, oh, the, giving them boundaries. When you were talking about boundaries, like you know. Give oh, them movies a are bit. PG and yeah. G and PG. Yes. Okay, yeah. As they're growing up. But the second, the second thing I'm going to tell you is one. One first one is have a very good framework of your family and your parenting. That's one. Keep the framework consistent with boundaries. That's one. The second thing is make sure that throughout their entire life, you as a father, you make sure you openly show them you love their mother. Now, I can't tell you, I could be here for an hour telling you all the facets that that does good for them, but the greatest gift a child, a father can give their child, the greatest gift a father can give their child is to love their mother. If you do that, that teaches them about you as a father, it teaches them um, about their, their mother, and it goes along with the framework. Just do that. Two things. Build a good framework that is consistent and, and with boundaries, and openly, frequently, and obviously love their mother. That's, that's good advice. Those, that's my advice. That's very. I nice. know it doesn't compete with your movie theater advice, but that's my that's my two cents. I'm just saying. I think I think we release too much information to kids too soon. True. I think, and what you don't, society will do for you. Exactly. So I think if they could just do the boundaries and release them. You know, every so often, well, that, a little bit. That yeah. goes along with with parents who, who who rightly say, "Slow down, you're growing up too fast." Exactly, that's part of it. Let them be kids, you guys, please. Um, let's see. We have Flintstone eighty six. Yeah. How long before mom lets the general have some nookie? <laughs> what? Now that's I, none of your freaking business. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 my business, and I want to know. So. <laughs> Nookie, that guy, that That's person, an old person. Just, yeah, <laughs> you just dated yourself. Nookie, what's Nookie? Isn't that what? from uh, the Newlywed Game? He said Whoopie. Oh, Whoopie, that's Making right. Whoopie. What was Nookie? Who said Nookie? I don't know, but it's, I can't. Remember. I know what it means. I know. And I want an answer to the question, Your Honor. No. Cla- Senator, can I get her? Can I? We get an answer, Your Honor. Make them answer. Make the witness answer the no, question. No, I take the fifth. You know what I? <laughs> Because it might incriminate you because your answer is going to be something like, I don't know, how does 2025 sound? (laughs) Um, You didn't put that in the negotiation. I read that different. Um, It said, how long before mom, I thought it said, let the general have some nookie. I thought it meant like years ago, how long did you make me wait before we got a little something something? Oh, that's the way I read it, and I wanted to. I want to answer that because we were we've known each other since we were five. But you did not like me very much in junior high and high school. Absolutely not. And then it was a f- years later. You came to your senses, and <laughs> and so. Oh, is that what we're saying? Okay. That's well, come on now. That's what we're saying. So the the time frame is simple. We've known each other since we were five years old. 
kindergarten up through 12th grade. Um, and then she did not, she liked to date football players. And I was the leather jacket, fast car guy that used to beat up football players. I couldn't players. bring you home. Your parents did not like me at all. They knew me since we were kids. They had never liked me. Yeah, that's right. And so then after high school, she like, nope, not dating him, not marrying him. She went off on her own. A few years later, she comes back and she's like, okay, so maybe this guy is pretty cool, which I was. I was just waiting on oh, you. brother, listen to now, this. Now, once we reconnected, now put the question in there. How long after we reconnected did the big dog get some nookie? Again? Day one. None of your business. Day one. <laughs> First, before we even had dinner, we wait a second. And dinner was in and out burger. <laughs> that is a great first date. Okay, it was a great first date. Okay, so, that's enough information. What your brother's not listening to this? Yeah, you always worry. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I, I'm not worried about that. I'm proud of myself. I'm first date, right? Even before dinner, oh, got okay. her done. All right. Well, she's not denying it because she knows it happens. She's just sitting there with a big Kool Aid smile. Move on? I'm kind of milking this one. I'm yeah, liking. Yeah, I know you are. Let's move on. Um, boom, 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 boom. Um, Be Bezo, Dad, which do you think Gen Z Gen Z needs more, common self or self reliance? Both. Yeah, but you had to pick one. That was a question. Um, I think Gen Z surprisingly has common sense. There, it's coming. I mean, they have a lot more than the millennials. I agree. Yeah. Uh, self-reliance, I think that would be my choice. Mine too. Self-reliance. I actually have a reason for both those. I'll, I agree with you completely. Generation Z thinks for themselves and it pisses people off because Generation Z for some reason seems to look at the teachers, the world and go, yeah, I don't care what you're saying. I'll, I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out on my own. Leave me alone. Let's get back to what we're talking about here. Mm -hmm. This is math class. This isn't global thermonuclear war class. Let's go. So they've kind of got their own common sense thing going on. And I'm not, I'm not talking about Tide Pod eaters or bottle flipping Generation Z. I'm talking about, uh, you know, the 80% regular kids. However, self-reliance, I agree with you what they need. And here's why. The whole world tells them that, that you, they have none. No, no, no. All their teachers, you need us. Yeah. All the government, you need us. All the college professors, you need us. Social workers, you need us. You need us to help you. You need, do, 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 be careful. We'll help guide you through science and your gender studies. We'll help you with, you, you, you need us. There's no self-reliance. From day one, everyone on the outside of the world is telling them you can't do it without us. Yeah, you're, they're mothering them completely. So I'm going with self-reliance. Okay, good. We agree. Yeah, for once. Uh, mine, the cutting edge wants to know when will you be back in the Inland Empire? Yeah, we were just there for the Route hmm. 66 car show. Um, the next car show is in Tone on September 16th. I don't know. I don't know either. You'd have to keep checking the keep website. Keep checking the to website, GenXTalks. We cannot phone. answer that question, you, Senator. You, Senator, we have no recollection of that information, Senator. Um,. Doctober No Doctoberberry. Oh Doctoberberry. <laughs> Where do these people come with these fucking names, man? Why can't you just be something regular? Some of them make me laugh. Yeah, but how do you come you know, I think some of these people they chose their name when they were eleven <laughs> and then they just stuck with it. I don't know. Any advice on how to cope with daily levels of bad depression and suicidal thoughts? Wow. How did I end up with that question? That's a very um, tough I have an answer on this very podcast. I did a podcast on here by myself, episode 30, if you oh, look Oh, you back. know it? 
episode 30, you go back. Yeah, because I've, it's, it sparked hundreds of emails to me and I've, I've actually answered every one. Some of the people I've called on the phone to talk to, um, I did it. I did a podcast by myself, season one, episode 30. It's, it's called the suicide podcast. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I don't know what made me think to do this or why, but I just began reciting my own stumbles through anxiety and depression and suicidal thoughts. Yes. And I just kind of, I just turned the microphone on one morning and began speaking in the beginning, shut the microphone off when I was done at the end. And I really didn't offer a super big conclusion to like, oh, this is the, here's what you need. Here's the, here's the rescue in a bottle. Here's the savior. The cure-all. I didn't have one. Yeah. I had, I had what helped me. And I won't spoil the ending of that, but I had a result. Um, you know, I had something that happened to me and the result that went along with it and where I'm at now. But episode 30, I think I got over a thousand emails um, and they still trickle even though it was over a year ago. Every now and then someone will go back and listen to that podcast. And, uh, and, and I guess it, I guess it touched home because I'm not the only one. There's other yeah. people struggling. It's relatable. With that. So for, for me to answer that question, I don't think I could right here because it would take two hours. But if you go listen to the podcast episode 30, uh, Doctoberberry, you might, you might pull something out if it, of it. At least you'll realize you're not alone. If nothing else, you're going to realize that there's there's more than two of us out there. So yeah. that's my answer for right now. Um, so Piper Forever wants to know, favorite band? That's tough. I hate that question. I know, me too, because my music taste is all over the place. Well, and mine changes. You know, yeah. you know me. I'll have a day where I listen to Queen all day long. I know. And then I go and I listen to Hollow Notes the next day all day long. I just kind of get... In a in a rhythm, or sometime you and I, we've had Van Halen weekends where we just played the best of Van Halen in, in I know, the background. That's why I said favorite band is tough. I think it. Oh my gosh, I can't. It's hard. I, I can't do it. I'm sorry, Piper Forever. I don't have like one favorite band. I don't like, either. Um, yeah, like the other day, I was singing along to Phil Collins. I said, "Is this Genesis or Phil Collins?" Because that was a really good jam back in the day. Genesis I, was great. I got that answer right. I said Phil, right? Yeah, you did. But then, you know, we can go back to the seventies and get in some groove and cool know, in the gang. You, and <laughs> I know I can go back there. Yeah, I can listen to ELO. And that's a tough old one. Boston. Yeah, I, that was funny when, uh, ladies and gentlemen, the audience, when she asked me, she goes, she hollers from the other room, "Is this song Phil Collins or Genesis?" And I said, I think it's Phil Collins. And she goes, oh, yeah, it's Phil Collins. Yeah, you're right, it's Phil Collins. Which album was it from? And I didn't know, so I go, the one with his face on it. <laughs> they, they all had his face. <laughs> That's not even funny. <laughs> well, I ask a stupid question. <laughs> Unbelievable. All right, so listen, I got something kind of, uh-oh, the doorbell. Shit, I thought you were going to be gone by now. We should if we just started this podcast. Yes, the doorbell. She's waddling her big, fat, natural white ass across the room. Yeah, I thought we were going to be done with this. I'm going to be in trouble now. I thought that she would be gone. We started the podcast 45 minutes ago, 
and the disc corrupted itself and quit recording. And when I went to listen to see how much it had recorded, zero. It didn't record anything. We had to start over. So that put us about you know 30 to 40 minutes behind, which is why the doorbell rang and we should have already been done and she should have been upstairs um, showering and getting ready for her day. Then when the doorbell rang, she wouldn't have known. However, because we're behind schedule, my timing got thrown off. And here she is coming back into the room right now. You are coming back, right? Well, now she's in there taking her sweet ass time. I drew it out. I drew out the conversation as long as I could so she could hurry, but she's in there puttering around and then she'll clean the toaster and then she'll look at shit. Something was leaking in it. Are you done now? I'm done. You weren't, you, the timing, you were supposed to be upstairs showering when that showed up. So uh-huh, I whatever. wouldn't wouldn't get in trouble unbelievable what's unbelievable you uh, you went and got crispy cream donuts okay like i said you weren't supposed to be here for that so that means i don't get crispy cream donuts as i'm not here it was for our the, our guests that you keep telling you everyone. mean our grandson your grandson i'm too young to have grandchildren <laughs> for our grandson well you were supposed to be upstairs i timed it perfectly. so i don't get them well, you, you, yeah, I guess you could have one, but uh-huh. could, yeah. could, can you not yell what? at me about it? Can you not? Really? Yeah. So can I get back to what I was saying before the doorbell interrupted? And you I took guess. Forever? Go right ahead. Okay. You're the one that interrupted. You planned this whole thing. Well, the, the disc that screwed us in the morning, we had to restart the podcast through our timing uh-huh. off. Whatever. I, I have things. Per- I am a well-oiled machine, baby. Really? Yeah. My stuff happens in order on time. You probably time. have barrels of oil. What I'm saying, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay. Um, all right, Tin Man. But when, but when the the disc fucked up, it put a monkey in the wrench. It put all my timing was off. I couldn't just send you upstairs. Like go monkey get, in a wrench. It threw the monkey in the wrench. Yeah. Okay, that it's doesn't a, make sense. It's a diehard saying. Okay. Bruce Willis says it in Die Hard. I knew what he meant. All oh, right. Good. So anyway, <laughs> I this is a problem I'm having, and I want to tell you that I'm trying to correct it, but I don't know how. And here's what it is. Okay. What. I do not get along with my mother in one aspect. However, she viewed me at 17, um, whatever problems I was going through, whatever, you know, she was angry, you know, whatever, however I was behaving at 17, my mom still thinks I behave that way. It, she, she looks at me and she sees me at 17, 18 years old. And no matter, I could have three years of behaving correctly. I could have three years of acting normal. I could have three years of being responsible. And she still looks at me with skepticism. She knows that person is still there. And, and if you make one mistake or you make one comment, she goes, aha, see, I knew you were still an asshole. I knew you were still that fuck up 17-year-old. I knew it. You were hiding it. And, and, and now you've exposed yourself. And I said, no. We've talked about this. I said, no. I'm this person. I'm the person who you've been watching for three years. I just said or did something that you know made a mistake, and I'm now I'm back to being responsible. And she looks at me and goes, no, you're not. You're still hiding, masking that person. My mother still sees me as the, the thing that she doesn't like from 17. I can't do anything to change that. I can't do anything to fix it. I've tried. Hmm. And I, I always you and I, we always talk about this together about, we always say we are not going to turn out like our parents. We are not going to turn out like our mothers. 
And here I am looking at my kids, all of them. And you know what I see when they, when they walk in the door? I see them as they were a fuck up at 17 and all the stupid shit they did that pissed me off. And even though um, we have kids that are all grown and they're married or they have boyfriends and girlfriends, they have children, they're raising them, and they're all over the West Coast, every single one of them comes home, even our daughter that lived here for, for nine months. And I just, I look at them and I'm thinking, any minute you're going to fuck up because you're still that 17-year-old piece of shit, fucking arrogant ass, and you're going to fuck up. And I'm going to be here when it happens because you're hiding it really well. But I know you're still that idiot inside. They could be doing great for years. <laughs> and I'm hovering over them going, you're not going to fool me. Then all of a sudden I sit back and I look at myself in the mirror and going, you are turning into your mother. <laughs> you have become your mother. Now. At least you recognize it now okay that brings me to sunny point number two. Oh, there's a sunny point if i recognize it and remember the commercial from nbc knowing is half the battle yes all right you're not a great person you're not smart you're not brilliant for recognizing that you have this problem okay i've i realize it my mother does not realize it she has no idea she's behaving this way but she is i'm at a point where i'm like fuck I'm, 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 I'm ruining this. I'm screwing this up, but I can't change it. I want to, you can't just not one of those things where you, well, just change the way you feel, change the way you look at things. I hate people that say that. Maybe that's what your mom does. She can't change it, but she won't even admit she's got a problem. Uh, I will. I will tell you. And so will you. You've told me. The first thing is admitting you have a problem. That's right. (laughs) You have told me many times. You're like, oh my God, I'm turning into my mother. You you re- you recognize yes. when you do those things. Oh yeah, when I say something or something, yeah. I'm like, "Oh man, right. that's my and, mom." Okay, so so I think fair to say that everyone listening has this condition to some degree. Yes. All right, and um, so now I'm even this morning grabbed a shower um, in front of the mirror. I'm sitting there looking at myself, thinking, staring myself in the eyes, going, "You're gonna fuck this up," because we have. Um, our son is here. Our one daughter came home last night. We have another daughter coming up. The other daughter from across town, she's going to show up. I'm going to have four out of the eight kids here over mm-hmm. this weekend. Yeah. And I'm going to screw it up. Even if I don't see anything out loud, I'm going to ruin my weekend because all I'm going to be doing is walking around with a magnifying glass. Trying to point it trying out. Trying to point bat. it out. Even if I don't say it out loud, in my mind, I'm going to be going, aha, yeah. <laughs> I see what I saw right there. So <laughs> how are you going to work on that? Like- That's what I'm trying to tell you. I want you to know as my wife, because I do love you more than anything in the world. Thank you. Is that I'm aware of it. I know that my mother does this and I hate it with a passion. I hate it so much. I don't want to go visit her. Because I know how she's looking at me. And I can't fix it. A good behavior for three years in a row doesn't fix it with my mother. I appreciate the fact that you realize it. And knowing that she, that I hate, I hate going there. The feeling of it. How do I make my kids feel? The same way, I guess. I'm, we don't know. But I mean, there's, yeah. a, there's a possibility that I'm doing to my kids the exact same thing my mother has done to me. And... Even though I can say I'm at a point where I, I got it now, I figured it out, I know that I'm screwing this up, I just, you just can't turn it off. What I want you, to. What if you told the kids that? The same story, what if you told the kids, like brought them all together and said something and said, listen, 
This yeah. is a fault of mine. Admit it. I mean, they're adults now and just say, you know what? I've got a fault. It's built into me. I'm trying to fix it. Here we go. Kind of thing. Maybe, what have you told them? You know them? what? Maybe if I explained it in, from the whole thing, like, hey, parents do this. Yes. Grandma does this to me and I hate it. Right. I'm doing it to you. Maybe I could, maybe if I could sell them, say, look, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. I'm going to try really hard to judge you, to view you, to think of you as you are right now. Mm-hmm. And then could I add, so don't fuck up? <laughs> <laughs> no. And the other thing is, I think we need to sit down and really listen to our kids as adults and find out what's going on with them in the world. You know, we're not with them every day like we were when they were younger. You know, now they're adults. It's a whole nother world when they're adults. I know. Kids are adults. Well, that's exactly what I try to tell my mom. I go, look, I'm nothing like I was when I was a kid and you just don't care. And she goes, she'll lean in where no one can hear and she'll whisper and go, you're exactly like you were. Uh, But you're not. I know that. But how do you, there's no way to convince my mother of that. I just have to live with the fact that she's looking at me. Well, it's just sad that she's not sitting and asking questions about you and what you're doing now. You know, care. And what's happening. I think that's where we need to sit and talk to our adult kids and go, just tell us what's life like. What are you doing? Like, just I guess. be but interested you, in their... You do that a lot. You, when I they, do. When I want to know what's going on with them. When, when the kids come over for a lunch visit or they come over to stay for a weekend, you're that's all you do is you sit down and you're like, okay, catch me up. Tell me everything. What's yeah. going on with life? What's going on with you? You do that a lot. You know, and, 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 you know, I do, I, I listen. But you don't participate. No, not that much, you know. But you should, because you never know what's going to come out of their mouths that we've gone through that we could help them through or something. Okay, so. but that's still, that's the problem that we had raising them when they were young. There's problems they're going through that we could help them with. They didn't want to listen. They thought we were old and stupid. <laughs> Now, I think they've matured a little bit. We have to give them the benefit. See, there you go. We you did. just did it again. We <laughs> did. We matured because I'll tell you what, the, your mother, your mother, when I got into my th- mid-30s and was speaking with your mother all the way to the day she died, I began to listen to her. Your mother had such wisdom. She did. I mean, and I, you know, I'm sure that when we were kids, we weren't listening to our parents at all. Old people don't know shit about our generation. <laughs> But when I got older, maybe our kids are old enough now that they would say, maybe they would change a little bit too, like we did, and say there's some wisdom in there tucked away. I'm not sure. We'll see how this weekend goes. But I wanted you to be aware, because it's early in the morning, we got a whole weekend in front of us, Yes. and I wanted you to know it was on my mind last night a little bit, but you went downstairs this morning to grab your coffee, and I was getting cleaned up and ready to go. It was heavy on my heart. It bothered me that I was that I may be putting the kids through that strain. Oh, it's, it's, it's on, it's when I go to my mother's, it's unbearable. I just, I'm counting the minutes till we can all leave. Yes. I know that. Cause it's, it's, it's on, it's hard and she's not going to change. I'm always going to be nothing to her and she's never going to be proud of me and there's nothing I can do to fix it. And I now, and I, you get sick to your stomach and I don't want to make my kids sick to their stomach on a visit. I don't want to do that. I don't want that to happen either. Well, I, I'm, I'm... We should have a code word this weekend. Like when you go down that path and I catch it, <laughs> I'll say goldfish. Yeah, that's right. Goldfish. <laughs> and you'll go, oh, goldfish. It'll, oh, what, yeah. What exactly is the goldfish for? The secret word for? Is when that you your start, way of, When is, you start acting like your mother. 
Oh, you, you okay. So, okay, I want you to know, I didn't catch on to that. Now I get it, and I, I'm calling bullshit. You just what? told because you just told me, you know, when I notice you acting like your mother, I'm going to yell goldfish, and you better straighten your ass out. Uh, that I'll is, be saying that all weekend. Goldfish, that, goldfish, goldfish. Our kids are going to go, what the heck are you That was about? not the point of my story, <laughs> was for you to develop a trigger word. <laughs> Well, I was trying to help the situation. You didn't help shit. Big goldfish. <laughs> I feel worse now. <laughs> now I'm going to be paranoid every time I hear the word goldfish. I'm going to go, what'd I say? Big goldfish. What'd I do? What, what's the matter? What happened? I didn't say shit. Why are you yelling goldfish at me? And you're going to look at me and go, stop saying goldfish. No shit, because you'd be saying it all the time, and I'm trying to figure out what I did wrong. That was pretty inventive. That's it. I'm locking myself in my room t- the whole week until everybody leaves. Yeah. Well, anyway, I wanted you to know that's how I felt about it. It was a real thing, and it was really bothering me and stuff. So, ah. I appreciate that. That was a very honest comment that you made, and a just. I feel I really like a, I feel it. like a, I feel like a jamoke for saying it now, though. Why? Because when guys share their feelings about problems they're having you feel like an idiot and wish you didn't do it yeah but now we just put that out there and people are going to analyze do i do that like okay you know if it if it helped anybody self-analyze their own situation great but all it did was just take thousands of people and go yeah yeah gen x dad's a dumbass what a wuss (laughs) get a hold of your emotions you know pull up your pantyhose there dude and you know that's what they're gonna say no they're not Mm. they probably appreciate it i have one i have since i'd like to be honest about one more thing since no holy man since no one listens to this this one's short we need to have more podcasts this early in the morning (laughs) now this one the honest hour (laughs) (laughs) the honest whispering hour (laughs) I need to put my tone on. You're an asshole. There, honestly speaking. Um, so uh, the, the, our oldest son, is, his wife and kid comes last night. And I guess when I was upstairs, um, our youngest son, Gen Z kid, who this program's built around, ran out to, where'd they go? What restaurant? Raising what? Canes. Raising Canes. And they grab some food and come back. Right. I didn't know they were gone because I was upstairs right. in the room. And my phone beeps and I have a credit card charge for raising canes. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I don't say shit. And um, then the uh, Gen Z kid comes running upstairs. He goes, okay, dad, I know you know that uh, raising canes, I know you know. I said, yeah, what What the fuck? He goes, look, um, I told, because remember, the son who's You're here to visit. This. No one's listening. You tone your voice down. The, 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 son, the son who's visiting yes. is the oldest brother of Gen Z kid. Yeah, there's 14 years between them. 13 or 14. 13, uh, 12, 12 years. Mm, so, okay. so he goes, I just want to impress my older brother. And I told him I bought dinner. <laughs> I said, I said you, use, you use my credit card. He goes, yeah, but dad, you know, come on. <laughs> it has my name on it. Yes. <laughs> That's he, right. he does have one of my credit cards with his name because there's things that I need him to buy that he has to have ID well, for. It was the thought that counts. Remember that saying? Yeah, I don't really <laughs> feel that way. I don't think the thought part was what counts. I kind of think the money part is what counts. That's that's what's hitting me. Oh, anyway, so that's I don't, funny. It was a and I, t- you know what? That I, was supposed to be a secret. Well, here's what's dumb. I said seriously, dude, you got plenty of money in your bank. Why didn't you just do it? He goes, honestly, Dad, I forgot my 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 car my bank card. Oh, he goes, I totally would have. So he, you know, he would have done it. He just, he lost it. So what you're trying to tell me is you want me to take the money out of his account and pay us back. There you go. I got it. I was trying not to be, I was trying not to be a dick about it. (laughs) 
<laughs> done. Because um, he's still under eighteen, and I'm on his bank account. I so. was. The, I have authorization for I do. for that. I have authorization. No, no. Because I have authorization uh, from that transaction to take place from the cardholder. He said we could do it. So go ahead. Okay. Cool. <laughs> done. Oh done my and God. done. Done and done. Listen, we got to go. It's how long we've been on. You haven't looked. I don't know because we stopped, started, stopped, started. I'm going to say 55 minutes. And three, two, one, 55 minutes. Wow. That's I am how, so good. That's how close you were. <laughs> now, because you took so long in the kitchen, I'm stretching out my story, hoping you'll come right back, run in there, throw the stuff down and come back. I gave up. Now I got to go back and edit. Now we got to go through an editing process. Not only are we late because of you. I don't you, think you have to edit. I can think you can leave that no, right there. No, I can't. I have to go chop. The, there's two, I ran out of stuff to say because you wouldn't come back. People will be fine. They're not going to be fine. I got to go edit the shit out of this. Plus, I got to change all the bad stuff you said about me to nice stuff. People need to believe you're a nice, wonderful person. I like think that person said that you're always mean. You don't want that vibe to go out there. That's and say, what I'm saying. Uh, okay. I don't want people to think you're mean all the time. They have to, that we've perpetuated this lie that you're wonderful and now we have to live up to it. So let the editing process begin. All right, everyone. (laughs) Well, you guys all have a great week and we will see you next week. Yeah. And let's be on time this time. All right. So she's gone. The music's coming up. I got to go. I got to get out of here. We're a little bit late. Uh, Two Bear does not have to buy donuts today because we didn't come out on time. But I promise I will sit here behind the screen. I will do the editing. We'll get the pictures drawn up and, and put together. We'll put everything out there as quickly as you can. Hopefully you guys can still catch this. If you can't listen to work, listen on your way home. It's the weekend. Have a good time. Grab a beer. All right, I'm out. Um, I got to go. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Wherever you're listening from across the planet, AM, FM, Sirius XM, or maybe somewhere on the Armed Service Radio Network. We appreciate you guys, and as usual, we'll catch you on the flip side. <laughs>